This podcast does not constitute medical advice. All changes surrounding medications, diet and exercise should be made in consultation with a professional who can assess your unique health circumstances. Welcome to the Rheumatoid Solutions Podcast with Clint Patterson, helping you to live an easier, healthier, and happier life. We love hearing good news, and today we're going to hear more of it from Tammy, and she lives in a place called Asheville, which is in North Carolina, which is a Patterson family favorite. It's a beautiful part of the United States, and I was there for the second or third time, I think, um, a couple of years ago, giving a talk at the University of North Carolina, and it was a place that we've fallen in love with, with uh, beautiful vegan options and outdoor living, and Temi has endured rheumatoid arthritis throughout the pandemic uh, in a way that's uh, quite remarkable. Uh, She has managed to transform her uh, inflammation levels and get her inflammation under control following the Patterson program. And she's going to tell us about how she did it today and give us details and also share any tips and specifics and emphasis on certain aspects of the program so that you too can improve the way that you're doing it or maybe uh, get started on it and improve your health as well. Tammy, thanks for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. And everyone calls me TJ. So feel free to call me TJ for Tammy Joe. That is one so works. American, isn't it? To go, I'm TJ. You know, that's just yeah. so American. Yeah, I love it. Well, let's go with TJ. It's very endearing. Oh, and TJ, tell us, um, give us the sort of before and after situation. We spoke briefly before this, but I don't have too much detail other than you've got a great story to tell. Give us this quick snapshot before and after in like a minute or so. Okay. Well, I woke up on January 5th, or I'm sorry, July 5th, after having a neighborhood gathering and my feet hurt so badly, I could hardly walk. And my husband and I jumped in the car to go to a foot foot um, store, shoe store, actually, in uh, Greenville, because I thought, well, maybe it's my shoes and bought lots of shoes. And that, of course, didn't do it. And then my pain just started getting worse and worse. And my doctor had me do blood work and I was found to have RA factors. So started on three different medicines um, in the in a series of a short period of time. And nothing was really taking the pain away except if I took prednisone, which they didn't want me to do. And I didn't want to do. So I was pretty desperate one night and I was laying in bed. I could hardly roll over. I couldn't hardly turn my head or move my arms. Everything hurt so bad. I I wasn't suicidal, but I, I was thinking, I really don't want to live like this. And I'm I'm not that old. You know, I'm just turned 61, so I was 59 then. And I got on the internet because I couldn't sleep because of the pain and found a person who then linked me to you, Clint. And then I began changing my diet pretty drastically. Didn't feel that hard. It was difficult at times, but within days, days, I'm saying, 
I started noticing my pain go away. And I couldn't believe it. So I had to test it that weekend. I said, this can't really be true. So I ate dairy, gluten, and sugar again. And I felt just horrible, almost as if I'd never felt better. So I immediately got back on the food and decided that it was working. And um, it's been working ever since. My numbers are normal. And it's helped me in other areas of my life as well, not not just the RA, but other health issues that I'd had. So um, that's it in a nutshell. You know, it never ceases to surprise me, even though I do have the blessing of hearing it quite often. You know, it's just this remarkable link between the inflammation in our body and and the the fuel that we're putting into it. And yours is a is a really exciting case. And so let's go into it with more detail. You started on methotrexate, I believe. So tell us, um, you know, you mentioned that prednisone you were, you were using, that was the main thing that was working. What went wrong with methotrexate? How come you didn't persevere with that? Well, I remember when I first was told that I was going to be on it and I learned that it was used for cancer patients. So I was kind of a little afraid of it, you know, And then I started getting horrible migraines. So I said, I can't do this. I'm not going to take this and then migraine medicine and it will just build upon, you know. So then they they switched me to leflunamide. And my doctor said, if you get any cramps at all, stop taking it immediately. And I immediately got cramps. I mean, like the first day I took them. So then they switched me to sulfasalazine, which I currently take and which my doctor is talking about taking me off of if my numbers continue to be good, which ugh, kind of chokes me up a little. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, the leflinamide, just for everyone else's benefit who are listening to this, and this is purely anecdotal and it's, um, it is common to hear challenges with that medication. I'll just go so far as to say that. And this is purely just anecdotal Um, within our support forum. You know, I do probably hear more cases, challenging cases with that medication than what we hear positive. But um, that's not to say it's not ideal for some people. You know, I must say that. But um, it doesn't, uh, you're not the first person to to have trouble with that medication. Uh, And then the sulfasalazine. Well, that's interesting. Does that give you any side effects of sulfasalazine, like fatigue? Well, I mean, I, I've my energy's increased so much that I, I do notice that, and I don't know if it's the RA or or age or the medicine, but like when I used to clean the whole house and you know just keep going, now it's sort of like one room at a time. And then this morning I was saying I'm in the cellar right now, which I'm not usually in my cellar doing this kind of thing, but. I cleaned out my half of the cellar. My husband has a half and I have a half. He has a workshop. <laughs> so I cleaned it. It's just, for me, it, it looks so great. And I, I didn't have to stop at all. You know, I have that much energy. I'm sure I'll sleep really well tonight, though. <laughs> That's awesome. We've done a great job. The cellar looks beautiful <laughs> in the background there. Well, the sulfosphalazine did cause me to have a lot of uh, nausea. So my doctor was splitting it up to one tablet in the morning, 500 milligrams, and then two at night after dinner. 
So I have to be really careful still to eat food. And I'm, I'm a light eater in the morning, so <clears throat> it's a bit of a challenge for me. But, right. but the oatmeal kind of fills me up. And yep. then, I, yeah, that helps. And but has that been successful for you? And so you still do that today to reduce the nausea. You split the yeah. tablet dosage. That's interesting. Yes, and then the um, my GP, I didn't know what the most recent nausea was from, so she she started me on like a a Pepsid, but but a the type that she prescribes. So something for my stomach in the morning. Right again, and I think just it's. To- because to, I'm a to, light to eater. counteract the nausea from the sulfur salazine. Yes, yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, if it's providing you with, you know, it's holding your hand as you go through and with all your lifestyle changes, then, um, you know, the it's this sort of do the benefits outweigh the the downsides, and it sounds like at the moment that it that, that it does. So yeah. let's go now on to the dietary changes, which is where all the excitement lies in our <clears> chat. Yes. Was, I mean, how different was this way of eating compared to what you were doing before? Well, like I said, the the nurse who led me to you, because um, who I found that desperate night, you know, online, I found her ad, which said, I'm an RN with RA. And then it's, she said, free consultation. I thought, what have I got to lose? She's an RN, so she's medical. And um, I had a free consult with her and she asked me to start juicing celery. And then I said, well, I would like to buy a consult. So I always say um, my life was changed with $60 because when I got on with her, she said, I want you to stop eating dairy, gluten, and sugar. And I kind of giggled and said, all at once, what will I eat? You know? And my husband even said, but that's your diet, you know, and it wasn't all my diet, but you know, so I was just looking in my book again, and it looks like I worked with her off and on from March until then I, I found you, it looks like um, July, this is ironic because it's July 4th of 2020, a year later, and I started taking notes in my book, Clint Patterson, I have at the top of my page, and I was doing the um the mantras i am pain free i am med free i have energy and then i was looking at where my pain was fingers elbows feet and neck so things were getting better and better and the diet she didn't really have a diet to follow it was a lot of things i would would have never been able to eat so when i found your recipe book that that was became my Bible, and um, shall I share about the the other person? Yeah. Oh yeah, for listeners wondering what this moment is about, um, we spoke before the um, the recording here about a friend of yours, right, TJ? Actually, um, it was a it was a, I'm a therapist. I'm going to say they just so there's no identifying. Yep. So yep. they wanted to do this with me. And so I, I would share, it would really help me reinforce my own program. And slowly, I mean, pretty quickly, I should say, stop doing the food, using the recipes. And today, where I am, I feel like I am 95 or more percent pain-free. I, I really do. 
they are in worse condition than they were a year ago. And what I realized was how difficult it is for many people to make this dietary shift. And that's why probably there's some, there are so many people who suffer. Yeah. I've never said it was easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is um, a, a good situation. It's like, a, you know, it's not the case where they do studies of, of identical twins and then they watch them over their lifetime and watch their patterns and, uh, and then are able to draw conclusions about things because they've got, you know, the same genes and the same, you know, birth date and all that. It's not like that because the two of you, you and your friend, obviously you have a lot of uh, different biological markers, probably age and your history of eating and, and genetics and all sorts of stuff, right? However, it does go to show that in this case study of two, there was only a 50% compliance and your results are remarkable from, from a medical angle, from virtually any angle, and your friend's results are more typical of RA, which is progressive and degenerative and um, yeah, goddamn awful. So yeah, yeah. yeah, thank you for sharing that comparison. Well, and and a really exciting thing that's happened. My my first doctor, I remember when the first appointment, I said, "Is there anything I could do to change my diet?" And he said, "No." He said, "There's really not." And he said, "You could try the Mediterranean diet. That's probably the closest." So you know, I did do that. Well, now I have a new doctor and she shared with me that she is a cancer survivor. And so she uses dietary, she's made a lot of dietary changes herself. So she's very supportive of what I'm doing. And while she's saying, let's work toward getting you off the sulfasalazine, he kept saying, can I give you an infusion? Would you like an infusion? And I would look at him and I'd say, but I'm but my diet is changing how I feel, you know? And it was almost as if he didn't listen or hear me. I liked him a lot. He was a great guy, but he'd just say, well, we can always do infusions if this doesn't mm. work. And I said, but I'm getting better. Look at my numbers. Mm. You know, it's really an interesting, it's it a, is. Di- a different, different. It is. It remains the dilemma of medical profession, just sticking with medical profession training. Yeah. And and then you've got your other doctor who's had a personal experience who then offers a, I guess, a holistic view to your situation. Yes. And it just goes to show that the doctor you're working with plays such a crucial role to your attitude towards your condition, your treatment plan towards your condition, and just how you feel about the whole situation. Yeah. The insights that you get from a doctor who's had a personal experience are, are tremendous. And uh, a cancer survivor clearly knows the importance of nutrition. Yeah, yeah. So this has been a very positive change. It it just turned out that he left the city. So I had to find someone new. But that was just, I feel like it was a universal blessing for me. You know, wow. Just mm-hmm. meant to Absolutely. be very happy about that. So I've got to ask you a couple of questions about tips and tricks and things that you want to share with our listeners. 
that you feel work best for you within the realms of the program. But is there anything else that you know you want to talk about before we do that? I'm sort of overcome with the miracle that my life changed so much. And when I look at my notes and all the pain I was having, and when I was sort of going from head to toe, and then today, you know, well, now it's two years, but within a year, by changing my diet, it was completely as if I no longer had it. And, and I was not communicating with you other than through email. So I didn't really know you, never saw you except on podcasts. And I was sending you an email to thank you for helping me from afar and really changing my life and, and, and giving me a better future. I, I felt, I felt like I was not going to a good place and was very worried about my career as a psychotherapist and my life. And, you know, I moved to Asheville so I could hike and enjoy this beautiful place. And suddenly I could hardly walk in my own home. So it's, it's, it's amazing the change that food, I say it again and again, food is medicine. Yep. But most of us take poor drugs, don't we? Take poor yeah. medicine. Yes. And we need to take the right medicine. And, uh, and in your case, it's been such a transformation. And for some people who are, who are working as hard as they can and listening to this and saying, but I, I am doing all those things and I'm still not making progress. Well, diet is the platform. It is the, it's like the concrete slab of the house. You get your diet right. You eat low fat, whole foods, no oils, plant-based diet. And then if that only gets you so far, then at least you've got your concrete slab that shouldn't change. And then from there, you can do other aspects of the building of that house. For some people, it is enough um, to get you to the point that, TJ, you have uh, gotten to at the moment. And then you have all the other tools available to you should you need to engage with those as, as I did and a lot of other people do. Um, for me, the other big tool is exercise. And, and that for me is... Uh, I got to I got to yield that weapon as much as I can for my, for my body and my situation. So, what you said was beautiful, just so beautiful. And and the, the, to be able to utilize the nutrition to reduce inflammation and keep us healthy, and to to therefore require the less interventions, whether it be supplements, whether it be you know medications, to keep those at the minimum. You know, as a result of just eating, which we all have to do. Uh, yeah. is a blessing. Absolute blessing. To give us some of the TJ tips, as uh, as we'll call them, for people who might be looking at the program at the moment or who are doing it. And I want you to emphasize the points that are non-negotiable that you think you've got to do this. Yeah. For me, and I do want to touch base on exercise because that was the last thing to come to me. For me, dairy is is out of the question there i cannot eat any dairy and i can tolerate some a few of the other two gluten and sugar very little but i just try not to so but for me dairy is 100 percent off the table and um what my tips are i kind of eat the same stuff and i find the stuff i really like and i you know i really like a bean burrito made with all the right ingredients. 
you know, the ones that I can eat and gluten-free, dairy-free. And um, that is a staple lunch for me every day when I you know, take a break from my clients. So I, I love not having to think about it too much. And prior to this, my husband, well, he is a food writer and he's a really great cook. And so he was making all these unbelievable meals. And then we had to kind of, you know, it was like a screeching halt to some degree. And, and he's been such a trooper about adjusting. And it's amazing what you can do to adjust, you know, food. Like if you like your potato mashed, you don't have to have all that butter and all those, you know, other things. So he's been just a whiz in the kitchen about that for me. And we have an international food group and we met last night and it was Indian food. So everybody labeled it gluten-free, dairy-free, whatever, because there were some vegans there. And it was just lovely. And you just have to be diligent about looking at labels and knowing, tracking how you feel to some degree after you eat something and letting yourself have the good stuff that you really like as often as you want. Like, like I say, the bean burrito, it sounds so simple, but I love it. You know, it, it, it gives me protein. It makes me feel good. My other tips would be, I didn't know it, but I got very low in B12 and D because I was mostly plant-based. And one of the things you can become deficient in are those two things. And luckily, I have a great doctor, great GP who caught these things. So I told her I was so fatigued. That was the fatigue, I think, was, was from the drop in the B12. So now I'm fine. I'm, you know, I'm taking those supplements and, and just being open to talking about what's going on and, you know, not ignoring it, being really on top of it. Like if I wake up and my hands really hurt, then I sort of review what I ate or what I did. Did I use my hands too much? And that sort of segues a little to the exercise. I really had a hard time getting into that part of it. My neighbor moved and sold her brand new treadmill. I bought it for $400. It was like $2,000 and unused, but that's for the cold weather or the rain. And then I'm trying to go out and hike mostly on ladder paths for now. I'm trying to just ease my way to climbing that mountain again. But, you know, I have to be careful. I'm a little unsure, a little unsteady, but. I use the poles when I walk and that, you know, I mean, that keeps me, I feel safer when I do that. And I hooked up with a friend who was recovering from a hip injury. So that was perfect. So we both kind of took it slow and I'm going to get my bike off the hook over there soon and right out at the Biltmore. The Biltmore estate has beautiful paths and keep on moving. That's kind of what, what I would say is a tip. Did you use the treadmill a lot or is it just a new acquisition? It's a new acquisition, literally just a few weeks ago. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, to sort of wrap this up, you know, we see some consistencies over the success stories, if we want to put them in adverted commas, or the, those of us who have results to share 
seem to have some consistent parts of, of their story. One is great support. Your husband has provided that support to you. He has encouraged you. He has put his own ego aside, being a fantastic chef and being a real expert with food. And he has set aside that expertise and said, I'm going to cook simple and mm -hmm. I'm going to set aside all of the luxuries of food and all of the indulgences to make my wife better. Okay. So that degree of support is the sort of thing that consistently comes up with people who have a positive experience with their RA. And then of course the diet. Um, and then you've added the exercise and how you're, you've got goals to do more and you're aware of the need to keep it up and to work on it and to grow your exercise and your abilities to exercise. And your medication management has been good. You know, you're not taking the prednisone anymore so that that drug isn't being counterproductive to your efforts to heal. You know, sulfasalazine doesn't have any contraindications to being able to uh, improve gut health. You know, it does have an antibiotic component. The, there is not clarity as to whether that's actually a positive or a negative. Mm -hmm. And you're not the first person to share improvements, uh, dramatic improvements, whilst taking that medication. And therefore, again, just speaking anecdotally, it's not a drug that's going to get in the way of our efforts to, to improve our internal health. Um, and you haven't gone overboard on crazy supplements. It's not, there's been like, not like one magic pill that's done this for you. It's been all of the holistic things that you've done. It's been the natural things mostly the eating in your case. Uh, you mentioned the B12, which is part of our program. You need to take a B12. And then the vitamin D, which drops not just for people on a plant-based diet, but I don't recall the exact statistics, but the majority of people are in need to increase their vitamin D levels. So that's something that we have as a worldwide scenario. So those two are really, really sort of yeah, foundational, foundational things. I was going to share. I don't know if you want me to share about my hand. Oh, yeah. 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 So I had, I guess, in my right hand, I had had a what's called a ganglion cyst, which is a lump, and it's, it's filled with fluid that's kind of like jello and honey. That's how he described it when he aspirated this hand. Well, I, right before I changed my diet, I started getting another one on my left hand. And I went in to get it aspirated and he said, no, the doctor, he said, no, we can't do that. It's on the tendon. He said, we have to schedule surgery. Well, then COVID hit and nobody was doing minor surgery. I guess they consider that minor. So then I changed my diet. And one day I got an email from that surgery center wanting to schedule the appointment. And I was like, oh my goodness, it's gone. I mean, it literally went away. And and I don't know what the deal is. I'm I'm attributing it to the diet because I don't think they go away. I know many people who have them and who have had them for their whole life or many, many years. And so that's what I'm attributing it to is that my change in, in my diet. So that was another good side effect. Plus, I didn't tell you this, but my entire family is diabetic. And I had type 2 diabetes as well, very well controlled, 
all the time. Well, now it's out of the range of even diabetes. So now in addition to going off maybe the sulfasalazine, we're also, I'm talking with my GP, I've cut back already two, two of, I was taking four pills. I'm only taking two and she's wanting to get me off of that too. So it's, it's not only helped my RA this diet, it, it's pretty remarkable. My, my work is, is amazing. I'll send you a transcript before and after. <laughs> I'm kidding, but you know, it's just, it's nothing short. I feel like a miracle. I know that it's because of the food, but it still feels like, really? Just cutting out dairy, gluten, and sugar, you know, would change all of this, my entire body chemistry. Yep. It's, uh, it's amazing. You know, it, it, it is, it is trans, it's transformational. The diabetes, is not as it's not uncommon to come mm-hmm. off um, type two diabetes medications when you're on a whole food plant based mm-hmm. diet. Um, another shout out to my friends over at MasteringDiabetes.org, mm-hmm. Cyrus and Robbie. Um, we had them on the podcast uh, a little while back. You can find their episode if you'd like to go and check out that interview. They're reporting the situation that you're reporting on a regular basis. So, um, you know, is it a one diet fits all? Well, it's a human diet. It's a diet that aids, you know, in easy digestion and provides lots of nutrients and uh, doesn't uh, add any of the uh, uh, more offensive sort of foods to the body. So you're going to get the best results that we can within our own limitations of our own body and genetics and stuff uh, by eating this way. So, yeah, I would anticipate that if you continue to, uh, you know, go down the path you're going, that the type two diabetes meds are well within your sights. So we'll just—I yes. I look forward to hearing how that comes out, how it comes along. Well, and and I grew up in Wisconsin. I was born in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, and that the cheese capital, you know, and so that wasn't the easiest thing to say goodbye to. And what I learned was that goat cheese is sometimes tolerable for people who who can't tolerate dairy. So every now and again, you know, if if I'm really feeling that Wisconsin urge, you know, and I can't have the cheese curds or the cheddar or all the others, you know, I might have a little bit of goat cheese. So, but, you know, when your pain goes away, it's the thing that makes it all worthwhile. You know, when you're laying in bed and you can't roll over and and you can't move your elbow, everything hurts. You roll over and your elbow hurts, your hips hurt, your neck, everything. That is no way to live. And not for me at least. And so giving up cheese is a small price to pay. I had enough of it. I'm 61. I've had enough cheese. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. Enough cheese. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, TJ. It's been very interesting and enjoyable to chat with you. And I look forward to meeting you in person one day once the world resumes international travel and it's safe to safe for us us to go from Sydney to the US. We're wanting to visit Asheville. It's one of our favorite places. We've talked of buying a property there if we could afford Mm -hmm. it and also. Yeah, it's expensive. Um, well, being just everybody's moving here. Yeah. 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 It's a beautiful, a beautiful place in the States. 
for great outdoor living, um, great food, vegan options. It, it's really, really good. So perhaps, uh, you know, we'll, we'll end up there, but, but right now, uh, it's on our to-do list and hopefully meet you the next time we visit. So thanks for sharing your beautiful story. It's been wonderful and uh, I wish you all the best. Well, thank you so much for having me. What an honor. I feel honored to be on your podcast. So thank you. Thanks for listening to Rheumatoid Solutions. If you'd like to get more help to live an easier, healthier, and happier life, visit rheumatoidsolutions.com.